Pod Boys Productions. Is it done? Are you calling out how with like an Ebenezer Scrooge? Like, what day is it? Christmas Day? Yeah. Energy? <laughs> uh, with a little constipation in there. But it's, it's more it's more realistic that way because he's an older guy, right? Yeah, and he was up all night with. Uh, yeah, with I mean, he's probably trying. He's probably trying to shit most of the time, and the ghost kept on bothering him. Or actually, I think what probably happened is because I don't really believe in ghosts, so I think. He was just so overly constipated and was straining so hard on his old man, I don't know, chamber pot, whatever they had used back then, yeah. that he was, like, seeing these literal ghosts. Like, he was just, it was because of that. But it worked because then he was cured, you know, he was cured of his misery. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I mean, these are these are all uh, Renaissance fictional band language you're just throwing at me here. I'm calling you straight from studio... <laughs> DT, where you know things are things are really ugly on this side of Hartford over here. Okay, is uh, it? Yeah, I mean you're coming in hot with a timely Christmas bit for the end of January here. Mm-hmm. Why are things? Is that why you're doing that? Because things are ugly in the in Studio CT. What's going on? I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to put together you know like a perfect setup here in my in Studio CT and put on some basketball games. But I realized I have my NBA league pass on right now. And I'm seeing all these highlights here of like coaches being hired on the buck. And then they're playing teams like the Cavs up 10 yeah. and a half. I mean, I don't see anything, anything like Brooklyn Mets. I mean, I feel like oh, we should be making so much news right now. You know, like we've just been under the radar, you know? Uh-huh. Well, I don't think that. Uh, the Nets aren't playing today, right? You you think they should be showing highlights? Yeah, I mean, I feel like you know, you know, whenever you see those promos, you know, like that ID Eagle or that the NBA copyright promo, and it shows all the stars, players, panning through. So John Moran, yeah. Luka Doncic, stuff like there's just not a lot of ballers like Royce O'Neal and Dorian Finney-Smith like all over NBA.com. I'm, I see what you're getting at. Yeah, and just the ancillary things like the commercials and the banners and all that stuff. You're, there's not a lot of uh, <laughs> there's not a lot of uh, nets in there, right? is all you're saying. There's not a lot of uh, a Dayron Sharp highlight. <laughs> I thought Dayron Sharp highlights are not. You know, I mean, it's NBA Rivals Week right now, Padre, and there's nothing bigger than what happened last night in this this massacre New York game. The Knicks came into New York City. I guess they stayed within the city. The, the Knicks stayed within New York City, but they moved over. They they crossed the river. To different- they went to the Medina, which I call the Medina, you know, uh, Barclays Center. I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say coin that because I feel like uh, Muhammad and, you know, his people have that, you know, copyright friendship, Medina, mm-hmm. Mecca, and, and Fubu, you know, all, all three holy locations. But, oh, there's also Echo. Right, Echo Limited. That's that's one, right there. Yeah. Okay. 
You don't know about I, you don't you don't listen in Mecca, Fubu, Echo, Tommy, Hillfigure. I'm just talking you know, Tommy Hillfigure is also a city too. In the Middle East. So you didn't know that? Tommy Hillfigure is a city. Oh, I see. I didn't know that. Which what is it uh you know, it's talking about going anywhere, so you're not adding some substance. Let's just move on to the NFL. It's supposed to be a big NFL preview weekend. I'm uh, sorry, now I can't. I, I'm too excited about, you know, I'm too focused on these championship games this weekend to to make the connect the dots on your illusions between Mecca, the nickname for Madison Square Garden, to one, and I get the Barclays one. Medina? Uh, the Mecca to the Medina. Medina. Yeah. Now, when you bring it. Tommy Hilfiger, that's where you're losing me. But it's probably just because I'm probably not getting it yet because I'm like the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Lions, the Niners. Who's going to win it all? We have two games to decide the Super Bowl matchup. Yeah, I could be watching NBA highlights right now, but I'm thinking about this. You're enchanted with the whole mascot game here, too. What would win in real life? But she, if you... If you made them, uh, what are they called um, uh, when they're living beings? Uh, sentient. If you made them sentient, Chiefs, I know Ravens are living beings, so Chiefs. I think are Chiefs all... are as well. Actually, yeah. all four of these are sentients already. So they're already sentient. So we don't have to go yeah. any further than, we don't have to put any graphic effects on the podcast for people to believe that these things can come alive. And they have. So what, who would win in the AFC, Padre? Like that's. If it was a chief, just just Julian, who's left. I think a chief, I guess, is the chief of a, a native tribe. I hope it's and it's not like some white lacrosse guy, you know, that says chief to everyone and say, "What up, chief?" Yeah, in Chad. Well, I guess yeah. I guess it'd be the guys that that guy's talking to because he's the one calling them <laughs> everyone chief. So just everyone at his. All right. Everyone at his local, everyone that works at his local burger. Let's actually make it, let's make, make, make it a Whopper chief. Yeah. <laughs> let's make him the example. Okay. And then we have that okay. as a real life person. And then if we have. That's the chief. I, I might take a raven, but we'll go ahead. Sorry. But we're going to go with not a three eye raven, Game of Stones, but let's just say one and a half raven. Mainly like it's got like maybe a beak side of the face out coming out and enough and two beaks, maybe, you know, one and a half. One and a half eyes and two beaks. Yeah, I mean, it can, it can be half a beak. I don't know, like like coming out of the side of the face, like you know, like how people have birthmarks or, or like little things that were their twin that. I see. So the raven, the raven hatched in the egg and it like ate, it like had a twin in there. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not just um, a little raven doing raven things. It's got a unique. So it's a guy that calls everyone chief versus some kind of freak of nature red bird. Right, right, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think that if it, if it was the actual native uh, sheep, I think they could probably kill the raven handily. This might be a closer fight the way we had set it up, but I think I'll still take the human. So I'll take yeah. sheeps there. Then in the other matchup, I mean, Lions, Niners, that could have been an actual real matchup, like these old miner men going out in California probably to stave off a yeah. few mountain lions from time to time. I don't think that's the type of lion that the Detroit is like is their mascot, but still, mm-hmm. I mean that's definitely a tougher uh, battle. I might take the lion there. Hmm. But, they, I think, but the Niners get that pick, that pick, so they have a that's weapon. True. That's true. Well, yeah. That's what do you true. think? Well, I mean, lions uh, historically have not done well, as we noted in documentaries like The Lion King and Altercation. There's usually tragic deaths involved. Yeah, and humans cause lions a lot of stress. So just 
the stress on their own part. Like, let alone if there was an environment, like, just like being under stress around like people that are trying to take over the land, just have constant fear and trauma over that. I'm it's, sure their heart, their heart, they got heart issues. Yeah, you know, a lot of cholesterol. And, and so I could see how the lions would lose in that in that mm-hmm. perspective. I, I would say though, it, it uh, before you say your other pick, it, it, in Lion King and stuff like that, it's a lot of lion on lion crime, isn't it? You know, yeah, they, well, they're well, killing each other. How, how does a stampede just happen? It's usually from humans like moving stuff around and like mm-hmm. you know when they're doing construction stuff. They don't show it. In the movie, but like, how else did they have the credits come up that worked on those sets? You know, that didn't. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought. I guess I thought Scar had like somehow caused the stampede to set up his master plot to kill his brother. But yeah, it could have been humans. You're right, mm-hmm. and he just took advantage of it. He took. I mean, why not? And it's smart. Yeah. It's a smart play. He didn't technically have to kill anyone. You know, he just mm-hmm. accelerated the process. You know, and usurp the kingdom there. So I think for the other one. Even if it's a guy like like Chet or Chad, it calls. We're going back to the the Ravens. Calls people cheap and stuff like that. We've learned enough about a pandemic to know where you had a really fucked up animal next to you, you can catch something, you know. And I think if Chet was also that drunk and that guy, he might find a Raven appetizing after he did it roadkill. Like he'd give you some some TikTok shit that you would want to be like, yo, I just got my own food. You know, check me out. This pro tips how to survive in the streets. Your boy Chad, you know, like that. I got a beak here. It's got half a beak over here. I'm gonna put that on shish kebab. Fire it. Yeah, yeah. Put oh, that up. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, anyone want to come through? Make sure you bring some forties. If we're gonna play some network forty hands, because that's what he does. Yeah, and then and so then. he would die later from the disease. Yeah, saying like you consume it, even if he because he would pick, cook it properly. Come on. In real life, do you, do you think if the Chiefs beat the Ravens this weekend that like Kelsey and, and Taylor and everyone on the box is going to play Edward or Party Hands after the game? But Jason Kelsey's probably going to be there with his shirt off. He'll get it. I mean, Jason Kelsey is going to be playing Edward Party Hands before and after during the game. That's true. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe they'll just be playing it during the game, so Travis will be on the field, but they'll be playing it all during the game. He's like, this is the best thing. Jason Kelsey is the best thing for the network TV now because now they can't. Say like, oh, we're panning to Taylor too much. You pan to Jason. Jason's around Taylor, anyways. You know, so it's it's a win win for the audience, I guess, for pop culture, and not for it's a loss for Kanye. Unfortunately, he still he still loses every time Taylor is uh, is announced more. So yeah, because she's just finishing right now. Like he was gonna let her, and then she's yeah. doing, it. and it's just like the the slowest <laughs> most. Most tantric finish ever. <laughs> but for real though, if it is, I mean, I guess my pick. So you 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 agree that? Oh, you thought the 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 human would beat the lion, but I would also you thought both humans would win. I guess yeah, in different situations, yeah, yeah. I mean, like took more emphasis on like I know the old timers also have heart problems too, so I think they could also die. Like with a heart attack, mid heart attack. Well, that's true. If they are they Leniders from like 1849, because then they're very old. They're like a bad practice. There's a little Scrooge over there. Exactly. So, so yeah, they're on Scrooge time. So, constant that probably. So, yeah, they probably would definitely lose to uh, even who actually wins is the Ravens win by just getting up the carcass of like other Ravens or other birds. Any birds just win because they're both going to be dying there, like while they fought each other to death. I see it. So the Ravens are going to act like like uh, 
like uh, buzzards or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. I don't know if they do that, but maybe they would. Yeah. No, they do. Yeah. Or is that a cross and ravens not the same? Or they're the same? Not technically, but they're very similar. I think ravens are bigger. So they got to be a part of the same family, I would think. They look very similar. I guess some crows do are like carry on crows. Pigeons in the city eat everything. So, I mean, they'll. Sure, do birds just eat just. Uh, I get chickens will eat chicken, I feel like. I mean, they go for the worms and stuff, but like, if there's food around, they'll. Chicken, yeah, they'll eat chicken. Yeah, birds will be up all on that chicken. And it's also, it's also easy kill for them. They win because they don't. The chickens are bigger than them, technically, and they can never fight them to kill them, you know? They got chicken. Yeah. They're free with free labor. You know, no, they don't have to, they don't have to kill, eat their kill. Well, figured that out then. And is it going to play out like that in real life then? Are we going to see? I picked the lion to win, I think. Maybe wishful thinking, because I guess if I had him a man, I don't, I, really, I mean, I dislike strongly both of the AFC options that are left. I would rather have not seen either of these teams. I was there for the Bills, who botched it once again. Can't get past them Chiefs, but. If I had a pick between the two, I'm never going to pick for the Ravens to win, have a chance to win. So I guess I got to go with the Chiefs. Yeah, you can. That would... I mean, that would be a Cardinal sin. That's a Browns fan, right? To root for. Absolutely. Absolutely. Chiefs, Lions, and Lions are the fun team to root for overall. You know, I wouldn't be miserable if the Niners won or anything. They've been there a lot. Lions basically never have been in the Super Bowl. So that's what I'd like to see. But then it could just as easily. And possibly more likely be Ravens, Niners. That might be my actual pick. I don't know. Either way, it's, if the Niners do beat the Lions and go back to the Super Bowl, they're going to have a rematch of the last of one of their last two Super Bowl appearances. Either way, either the one where they lost to the Chiefs a few years ago, or where they lost to the Ravens. About the Harbaugh, the Harbaugh, bro. The Harbaugh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Old Flacco uh, got his Super Bowl. MVP. And that was a blackout one too, right? The- yeah, they, it was after Beyonce performed, I believe, at halftime and then a little bit into the third quarter, I think it was. The, uh, yeah, it was the power was out. Was it in New Orleans? I think it might have been. Yeah. I can't remember. Uh, but nope. I had to watch the damn Ravens win that, and I don't want to watch that again. Yeah, that's rough for you. I feel like we don't know what would have happened if there was, like, what society would have done if it was Buffalo... Versus Detroit Super Bowl, which a lot of people were were rooting for. Mm-hmm. I think the Rust Belt Bowl. Yeah. Also, like you know, you have Cleveland. I was going to ask you in Detroit, are at rivals in some things, like in baseball, right? You got the Tigers. Yeah, uh, they're in baseball. They're rivals. Third, and in the NBA, obviously the Pistons and Cavs are. It's just not an NFL because they're not they're different conferences, so they don't play that often. Right. But there's not a lot of enmity between the fan bases and they've both been bad for a long time in the history so right detroit getting there is that the nfc uh, is detroit like the nfc version of the browns yeah kind of that's kind of what i'm getting at i mean they're both the two teams to uh only two teams to ever go home and say you rooting for detroit anything is that like a sin as being something no no not really i don't think i mean there might be some regional rivalry like you said like whatever tigers or pistons or whatever but it's not a really i mean i think it would only kick off if the browns and lions were to play more often or something i mean maybe if also the tigers haven't been good in a long time the pistons obviously are terrible so even in other sports where we are the direct rivals it's not like they're getting the upper hand on us anytime 
also in the city and the city wars of like i mean both detroit and cleveland get shit on a lot obviously right cities probably unfairly i can just think yeah. of like movie references from like scary movie to like Mm-hmm. Detroit being shit up to like anything, anything else is ple- a Cleveland joke. At least in every, yeah. every, every uh, other sitcom has it. Pretty much, and there's a famous, a famous like Cleveland video that came out probably like 15 years ago. At this point, it was like a Cleveland tourism video. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember what I'm talking about. It's like a viral video. It went viral, yeah, I remember. And at the end of it, it just says like after shitting on Cleveland for like four minutes or whatever. Then it says like at least we're not Detroit. So yeah, at least we're not. Detroit. Uh, but yeah, so that's what that is. I don't know Detroit that well personally myself. I've only been there like once, I think. Um, I'd like to go back and check it out more at some point. But I've, yeah, I've, I'm rooting for the Lions for sure. Some Detroit personally. pizza in, in LA. I have had Detroit pizza in LA. I've not had it in Detroit. Okay. So at least you have... I mean, Detroit is one of the largest French purchase parts of the French. We bought some in France, I think. Not part of Louisiana, first of uh, but I think, no, I wouldn't have been. But. No, it was it was a little bit after whatever the the guy from Hartford that yeah lived in Ohio a day, right? Yeah, we have to have that. Ohio have was, have that. was founded by Connecticut people, right? Yeah, yeah, we have to have that ghost on the show and uh, really do it back a deep dive in the history. Oh, do you think of, we could get him? I think I think we get. I say he's not okay. he's not doing anything. But uh, yeah, but yeah, Detroit is by right on the border, Canada. Yeah. Uh, Going to root for Detroit on this. Realistically, I think I think uh, they are probably. I think Niners are a little injured with Debo Samuel, who's probably not going to play as well. Oh uh, yeah, is he not going to play? I mean, he's probably going to try, but I don't know if he. I don't know if there's news on it. Yeah. Right, and I think Detroit's defense has been phenomenal. Fucking Hutchinson is amazing. He's a beast. He like I remember he sacked Dak Prescott three times in one game, and like. Dak didn't get sacked like at all the previous six games before. So I think I think they they have they can take like I said I don't think home field's ever a thing that big of a deal in the NFL. I think every any NFL team could beat anyone at any, anyone's home unless there's weather that another team's used to. You know, I mean the, the best home field advantage is probably the the Lions in this playoff. Like they're obviously going to California, right. but yeah. But they had probably the best something like the. Well, the arena is is a transplant city too, so like there could be a lot of Detroit. Oh, I'm sure there will be. Yeah, but yeah, going back to Detroit itself, it obviously they're done in the playoffs there now, but they got two playoff game home playoff games. The only two they've had since like the early nineties. Yeah, you're welcome. Screaming loud on Dallas made sure you got. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I I don't think there'll be much advantage for the Niners at their home field. Well, they won't need it probably either way if they're all healthy. Um, they should be the better team, but maybe not. Maybe not. You know, they're more consistent during the regular season. But they did. They didn't look very good last week. They kind of scraped by against the Packers. So, but they did get the win and and without mostly without Debo, you're saying. So we'll see. Right, so, so did the storyline of Baltimore's quarterback, Lamar Jackson? start with trade rumors that he was maybe not going to be on the team and now it's- well he was a free agent so right. at for the season they didn't reset they obviously did end up resigning him but, uh, but i think some other teams are looking and it was kind of like a situation of people like why aren't they resigning him like he won mvp he's probably gonna be the mvp again this year but yeah whatever like he hadn't had playoff success though now he did get 
the win over the Texans they did. So I think it's the second playoff win ever last week. And they're looking probably like the best team in the league. So I, but some people are kind of confused at why Baltimore didn't jump to re-sign him earlier, like, or what the issue was there. I kind of, w- there was some rumors about him maybe signing with Atlanta, which is now where uh, Belichick's going to be able to next year. So you at least avoided that fate on Dallas. Uh, by the way, we're, but we're not gonna we uh we cowardly didn't uh, do a post uh Robinson Cowboys blowing it pod after we talked about that I'm going to the Super Bowl. So let's see how more about it. Oh, we don't want to talk about that. But anyway, yeah, Belichick's yeah. probably in Atlanta. And I wish Lamar Jackson would have signed with Atlanta and he could be off the big rival team for the Browns. So and I because I don't hate the guy or anything, like, but I gotta root against him. And it would be fun. Like he's very Mike Vick esque, like the way he runs around. He's probably the best running quarterback since, yeah. honestly. And if they just had him at Atlanta, that would be perfect. Fans would love him there. Is he too good for just to play within a system that's not designed for him? Like, for example, the way they like play is play off his skill set, right? So if his if something's not going right with him, then they're done. They're they're done for. They really don't have. They hadn't done a good job with getting receivers the past few years that were. Uh, that were that great. Yeah. Um, I mean, I still don't love their receiver core, but it's a little better. Mark Andrews is still out, or he was out last game. He might play this one. I'm not sure. That could be huge for them. But yeah, they didn't do a great job playing their skill set necessarily, but we'll see how he, how he looks against the Chiefs. I kind of think they're going to win, though. The Chiefs, I really thought the Bills would finally get the win over them last week. Mm-hmm. That Mahomes is like Jordan. In the early 90s, like the other teams, especially Buffalo, can't get past them in the Eastern Conference, basically. But an AFC North team was one of the only teams to get past him the other year when the Bengals beat them and went to the Super Bowl. So I could see a repeat of that with just with the Ravens instead of the Bengals this time. I don't know, but the poor Bills, man, man, they're just, they just can't get it done. Like he's stopping them from ever going to the Super Bowl, it seems like. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think they can they can try again next year based on what they have. I don't know what their season move looks like or whatever, but I think we're witnessing um, the the climb towards being the top quarterback of all time. And I think if he wins and knocks out is like a big boxing match, you know, Foreman Ali or something. I think if the Chiefs win then they're not going to lose in the Super Bowl. But I think if the Ravens win, I think Detroit has a chance to get the Super Bowl. Well, we can we can talk about that when, yeah. when the results happen next week. Talk about that next week. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it seems like the Chiefs had a bit of a down year. I mean, they did, and then they still might be go back to the Super Bowl. And Mahomes has made the AFC Championship every single year that he started. Well, but this and these are Andy Reid teams, right? Like these are Andy Reid teams, even in the Eagles or Chiefs. Well, he didn't matter. make it every year with Donovan McNabb, you know, admit it a couple of times. I mean, but they had a successful, the most successful tenure they had. Uh, yeah, yeah, during that time period. Still, like these are Andy Reid teams. Like he knows how to coach them, regardless of what the record is going into the playoffs. And I think he's a good coach for a reason. And I think uh, he could definitely. I'm Jim Harbaugh. Is that, I mean, is it John? John Harbaugh, wait, which one is it? John Harbaugh. Although, speaking of the Harbaugh, uh, I'll put this in here. There, there's a chance we could get a Harbaugh for the AFC Championship next year. You know, I wouldn't bet on it, but uh, Jim Harbaugh 
uh, has left Michigan. He's, he just is uh, accepted the head coaching job with the Los Angeles Chargers. And so he'll be in Mahomes division, Mahomes and Reed's division. <laughs> if he turns it around quickly with Justin Herbert, we could have Ravens, uh, Chargers, uh, AFC so do you, what is it, the odds of Michigan losing their championship title after all the all this discovery and all, all the shitty things? You know, I don't all, know. Dead. You know, you know what's going to happen? It, it might, but it doesn't really matter at this point. Like, these college football things, like, it, you can't, like, unplay the game, you know, if they, even if they take it or whatever. Well, no, I don't. I mean, I'm saying, like, it happened to Louisville in basketball. Cause it, yeah, but there's people, like, don't really go back and say like whatever team won instead right maybe they they do but. well you when you get you look at the wiki year if you look at basketball reference yeah. or anything like that they always have the the star there you know it's not it's not the, the heaviest star as like uh you know a mickey mice title that shouldn't count yeah obviously but it's, when it comes to that i'm all in for like i said i'm all in for belichick getting a job again i want him to get caught cheating somehow i want i want uh I want all the dirt out there. I just want all the dirt out there because these men, they think they're so powerful. They think they're gods, right? And we need to bring them back down to size to at least to the point where they're not, they become a soundbite in their presser, you know, their, whatever their confessions are, or denials they are. Like, I, I need, we need that. We need that as memes. We need, we need that society. How we move on, you know? And it Let's does mean forward. Okay. Yeah, and does Michigan deserve more football championships now that they have Michigan won this year? Then if it's like a Detroit, Michigan, that's fan, true. Is karma done with Detroit, or are they gonna they're gonna give it to them? As- yeah, I mean, you're talking about the Cleveland Detroit potential rivalry. The main rivalry there is Ohio State Michigan, clearly mm-hmm. by far the biggest rivalry, right. one of the biggest right. rivalries. Period. But like that's what people from Ohio are against Michigan for that primarily. Right, but if you actually look at it, at the city of Detroit, they even though those probably are all Michigan fans mostly, that yeah, it doesn't really seem to break down that way. So it is like a bit of cognitive dissonance, I suppose, to get real heady uh, with this pod, this ball banter right now. That you're that's what we do. That's, that's why yeah. they tune in. That's uh, but yeah. So an Ohio State fans at slash Browns fan is hating on Michigan, but but is rooting for the Lions. I think that's what's going to happen. Like myself. Essentially, even though I don't, I'm not a huge Ohio State fan anymore. Um, I still rooted against Michigan in that national championship, and obviously they won. Yeah, I don't know. So what's the pick? I am going to say it's going to be a rematch of the Super Bowl from 11 years ago or so. Or maybe it was exactly 10 years ago by the time they actually, I think it was the 2013 season, but played the Super Bowl in 2014. Maybe it was one year back of that, though. But I'm going to say if it's that rematch, Ravens, Niners. You're probably probably right. It's probably going to be that, but I hope it doesn't. Me too. Me too. I cannot root for a 49er. I I understand the pain of losing the football team, but you also got one back in return eventually. It was a couple years of sorrow. So I wouldn't mind seeing the Ravens and Lamar Jackson do what he does in the Super Bowl, but I do root for Patrick Mahomes for some reason. I don't know. Maybe because I know that there should be at least two Super Bowls that should be lost by Tom Brady. One should be deflate game related. I'm definitely sure. And the other one was was against Atlanta because I, I gave the go ahead because I had a whole bunch of Boston people in my apartment. So I, I gave the blessing saying that he's going to come back and they're going to win the game. 
and everyone was like, you know, you're fucking insane. How do you call that? I'm like, well, I don't want everyone to be bummed out watching the Super Bowl. You know, it's the only time I can. Oh, it's about. your fault. It is my fault. I know. So you're taking that away from Brady, though? It's your fault. I'm taking it away. Okay. But I want Mahomes to keep on winning because he's naturally gifted, and I know he's not doing any saves. Yeah. I mean, well, we don't think so, at least. There's no yeah, indication of that. Yeah, he, I mean, he's a, obviously a freak of nature, not unlike that one-and-a-half by half-beat Raven. Yeah. Is he going to win as many as Brady? I, it would be hard to predict that anyone will, honestly, but he definitely has a chance. He has a good chance to get another one this year, back-to-back. Back. I mean, that would have been getting back-to-back rings. He has two, yeah. So he needs to get four more. I think he can get three. He lost to Brady at the is the one Super Bowl appearance he obviously lost right, right. on those bucks. So yeah, I guess he lost. They they lost the championship in his first time he made it, which underlying blanking who that was against. But then they then he made the Super Bowl the next year, beat the Niners. Then he made it the oh. next year, lost the I, Bucks. I then they lost to the Bengals, and then he beat he made it. At, I need Mahomes to win and establish like his legacy, and then leave for the Cowboys later in life because it just that would make more sales yeah. to have a. And I don't want to go back to the Qu- Quincy Carter years, okay? I don't. Maybe in a couple of years, uh, Belichick will move on. I think he will finally get over there. He'll be nine years old, or whatever. Maybe Mahomes will be there at thirty-four, or whatever. They'll do. They'll, find, they'll team up over there. Daddy Jones will be a hundred and like. 10 but he'll have robotic like he'll be cryogenically yeah, frozen yeah. but still alive now like for not yet yeah they had like a future drama yeah frozen the drama but yeah i mean it should be some good games this uh this sunday mm. all right so let's go into the nba we got some nba news we got doc glenn rivers moving from the abc booth with mike green and norris burke now in milwaukee wisconsin where they're in that arena, uh, the Pfizer form, I believe, Dr. Rivers' jersey is retired and hanging up there, uh, yeah. um, formerly the Bradley Center. Yeah, it's called the Pfizer. They say on the floor, Pfizer, all in lowercase, dot forum in lowercase. I don't like that at all. Don't you, don't like the, you don't like the dot part? I don't know why there's a period in there, and it's all lowercase. Yeah. But anyway, Doc's coaching there now. Not technically, I mean, the... The Bucks are playing by Cavs as we speak. It's the end of the third quarter. I'm checking the score. They're up 14 points. So see if the Cavs can rally in the fourth. I doubt they will, but uh, you know they had a good eight-game win streak going. Yeah, best in that VA this season, I believe. So uh, that's going to come to an end probably. But did Adrian Griffin the third superstar hot player's father, formerly employed coach of the Milwaukee Bucks, deserve? This firing, he was. They were second. The well, yeah, they had a good record. I heard there was definitely there's meetings after thing. Apparently, there's a Terry Sots issue, so might have been a clash between the head coach and the head associate coach, which is Terry Sots, former coach of Damian Lillard, who yeah, very excited about going to Milwaukee for be reunited with him. But Terry Sots said, "I can't do it. I just, I, I just can't do it." So he walked off. Apparently, also, I just, I don't know if I read out of the tweet, but it's been rumored or said that Adrian Griffin thinks that the honest, what's his name? The uh, The Nassus was the biggest scam <laughs> in the NBA. I mean, it is. Like, they are just like, I mean, it's the tax you have to pay for Giannis on the team. He got his brother. 
Are, is there only one brother on the team now? There's, there's, there's only one brother on the team. Another one was on the Lakers and won a title uh, by upset on his own. I didn't know yeah. still was. If he's, is he still on the Lakers? I don't know. He won the Mickey Mouse title. Yeah, that Mickey Mouse ring. That's true. Yeah. And yeah. it's a movie uh, off all the attentive pupils called Rise. Oh, yeah. I didn't see it, did you? Uh, no, well, I read I read the book on on him that was out not too long ago, right during time he was in the finals. Right? Yeah, they, in a, a little, there's a little book that's, but yeah, all that stuff is true. He loves his family, so that makes sense why his family would be hired by the team. I mean, it's no different from like college. It's coaches and sons, you know? It's like, yeah, but obviously it should be worth it to hold their roster spot in 13th man or whatever to get to retain one of the best players in the league, if not the best player. Hey, I think it's clear that Dame did not get along with Griffin. What really? And the fit was not good there. He hadn't had a great season so far. Bobby Porter's got in his face. He didn't have good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, with his old googly eyes. So, <laughs> yeah, I think you got, now that you bring Damon, you got to keep him happy and, and Griffin's got to go. So they, clearly there was some kind of locker room issue. And they had the pretext, I think, to do it because the Bucks have been playing pretty poorly on defense despite still being second in the East. They had some big defensive gaps that we hadn't seen from them in the past few years you know the Cavs last week played them at, in Cleveland and Giannis didn't play to be fair but even you know without him they, they lost by 40 so that was probably maybe one of the final nails in the coffin that was on national tv as well so I think they you know it's unusual situation but not unprecedented I mean the Cavs uh, aforementioned Cavs did fire David Blatt the year they won that championship when they still had a winning record so and brought in Ty Lue so I don't know I, I assume the Bucks are hoping to replicate some of that and we'll see you know I'm not I don't we're neither of us are big Doc Rivers guys so I don't know what you think oh yeah no we he's good enough to make it to the second round of the playoffs all the time he'll be there don't worry like if you're trying to win a title I don't know if Doc Rivers is what you need right now and uh I think if you try to write the ship and make sure that Giannis and Dame don't like, I honestly think they should have just brought back Coach Bud, you know, because he didn't have he didn't have Dame Lillard with him when he was the coach then, you know. So that would have been interesting. It would have been like a you know a Mike Brown situation, you know, um, and Cleveland, you know, that rehire that you guys had that right, right. Speaking of which, what's up with your boys doing steroids? Just oh, Tristan Thompson, yeah, he's adding the juice. I mean, he was looking decent, too. He was getting a lot more playing time unexpectedly since, obviously, Mowgli's been out. Well, it makes sense why well, well, then, right? Yeah, he's found him youth on the glass. A little of that, uh, uh, I don't know, whatever supplements he's taking. But, oh, yeah, sarm. too bad. Oh, Sarm. The Sarm uh, and the arm. Legandrol, Legandrol, yeah. Oh, and the Legandrol. Tristan. Yeah, you know, it's like the jokes online about, like, oh, Tristan Thompson caught cheating on social yeah, Iba Iba Tamorin. Iba Tamorin. It's like a I ibuprofen, but like more but more in. But you put more in. Oh, oh you know who you know who makes I put stuff? you more in my son. Who is that? Warrior Labs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They probably it's just been everything. Iba Tamorin is uh, a potent long acting, orally active, selective, and non uh, peptide agonist of the Grelian Receptor, the Grelian receptor, and, and the, the growth, 
the growth hormone uh, CGT mimicking the growth hormone stimulating action and endogenous hormone ghrelin. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, as fascinating as you reading all that, telling me about this, uh, these steroids or whatever they are, is I will say the Cavs have cut the lead to twelve. It looks like in the Bucks game in the fourth. So I'm gonna have to go watch that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Hopefully you'll be able to finish the pod yourself. That usually you sometimes get a guest on or things like that when I do about. Oh well, I mean, things, but anyway, go Lions. I guess go Chiefs. Not really, but just you know, Boo Ravens. And uh, yeah, I gotta I gotta see if. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, it's oh, it's back to fourteen. Oh, whatever. I was still gonna go. Well, I, at least I can read more of these drugs and and oh, there is the USA list that came out, so I can read all. 41 of these names in a row to fill some time. All right. I think they did it alphabetically here. Bam. Abadeo. Adebayo. <laughs> you thought you guys thought I didn't know how to pronounce that. Jared Allen. Uh, oh, that's good. Halo. Bonterio. Desmond. Scotty Barnes. Devin. I said, did someone call my name? Devin Booker, Mikael Bridges, uh, Brooklyn's did, in the house. Did you call for Bon, bon Call for me and I appear. Wait, what? Wait, what? When you call Hold for Boncherio, I appear. When I call for Boncherio, you, you appear. Who's he? Who's we? Who's who? I, Boncherio. There's a little icon like flashing here. Um, oh, whoa. God. How did you get access to... <laughs> My chat here. I just I was talking to my buddy Drew. We do a podcast. What do you want? What do you want, Ethan? Are you is this one of those like a media You called clubs? me. You called me. You said no, I was really I, I was in the chat in the Google chat. So you're you're here. Do I look familiar talk? to you? You look very fuzzy. I mean, you're you're like I'm looking right now. Listeners, I'm looking. I'm fuzzy. looking at a. It's one way to put it. I'm looking at a mascot that looks like uh, a blue bunny. Is it a blue uh, one? Not really oh, a box. It's more of a box. Yeah. I mean, I name like a horse, but really, I'm not. I'm a horse. I'm a fox. I'm a bunny. Yeah, you're a Come fox. On, you, fox. Got it. you could get it. You're a furry. You're a. Uh, you're so clean. Yeah, you're so clean. You're bulimia. No, no, you're going to be colder. Colder. You're. You almost I mean, said it. You said a bunny. Wait, hold on. Oh, my God. I saw you last night when I was watching the game. I was. uh... That was a nuts game. You were there? Yeah, I was there. Well, where were you sitting? They didn't see you. Oh, uh, I was with all the Nets fans cheering. Oh, you you were at the unwashed masses, not sitting courtside like me and Tyra. Yeah, so wait. And, and, and of course, my partner, Paolo. Paolo? Yes, it's Paolo, and of course, I'm Ben Wait, Cario. Wait, are there furries that are just attending NBA games that are named after NBA players. Have I missed this conspiracy? You know, there is. Wait, wait. Do you know, do you, what about, there's, what about there's, Caruso? There's, is Caruso a name of a furry? No, it's Caruso. What about Walker or Kessler? Kessler? Kestelman. What about Chet? The Walker. Definitely Chet. Come on. Chet is, yeah. Chet, I know Chet. Okay. He's, so one, he's one of the top furries in the community, yes. So, all right, so ter- furries are now listeners of Eric. courtside now. That's what we are, you know. That, 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 made it, that made it. Society has come to terms in agreement that furries are allowed to come in public places, especially like in New York City. So there's apparently a few 
two furries that went to the Nets game and were sitting right next to Tyra Banks for about 30 minutes. Yeah, on it was both me and Paolo, I'm telling you. Yeah, you and Paolo. Uh, so it's Fratero and and Paolo. <laughs> Is it Bangchero or Bangchero? Bang? It's not Chan or anything. It's Bangchero. Bangchero. Oh. Yes. So, do you have some fur in your ear? I, I do. I do. It's, I have a, I, do, I live with dogs. Stuff. Oh, I see. Yeah. Happens. I don't really care. like dogs. I only like them if they're part dog, part fox, part horse with a big furry tail walking on two legs. What is your business going to these NBA games? Networking. For people. You're networking for what? What are you networking for? For, for uh, me and Penelope are trying to start our game show. We decided we get tickets to the next game, courtside. And whatever celebrity was there, we tailored our pitch to them. So it was Tyra. We told her about America's uh, next big furry. But, you know, if someone else was there, like, like, uh, if, give me another celebrity that could have been there. Jack Harlow? Yeah, so if Jack Harlow was there, we would be trying to get a feature on his next album. Probably more than a feature. Yeah. We'll probably actually try to have him produce our album, and he would see travel. Maybe he could, you guys could be in the sequel for White Man Can't Jump 2. Uh, oh, look, it's using the, the remake of the movie. Right, so, right, right. So we'd be a, be a, a white furries can jump. Are you also auditioning? Because, like, I know there's a lot of controversy. We, if you were, I don't know if you were listening to our, our stream. I definitely was not at all, though. But, like, you know, some NBA players are saying, like, someone asked if Bronny James, who's averaging, like, five points in college, can play in the NBA, and, and LeBron's like, yeah, you play for our team, and the Lakers are, you know, we're on the slide for a little bit when he said that. And then and then there's coaches that are getting fired, saying that brothers, like, a lot of, nepo, a lot of nepotism going on in the NBA. Nepo babies. Nepo babies, yeah. So you think furry babies can replace the nepo babies of the NBA? That's right. I think there should be the big article on the whatever magazine that was this year should be furry babies taking over Hollywood and so taking you're... over courtside because we're, we're courtside now. So are you only focusing on basketball? Are you talking about like concerts, movie, like comedy shows? Are you are taking no, over? We need to try to get in the box and uh, we're going to Baltimore, me and Paolo and uh, oh, you want to end a uh, uh, Kesselman the Walker and Chet. We're going to go to Baltimore this weekend. We're going to try to get in Taylor's box. Is there uh I'm going to hug her when, when Kelsey scores. Not, not like a, a comedian, not uh, Carmichael, or whoever else is in there. Now, if it wasn't in Baltimore, <laughs> if it wasn't in Baltimore, and if it was in Kansas City, would you be open to going there? Because I know Kansas City, Missouri is not, I mean, it's a pretty liberal city, but they're pretty conservative state-wise. What do you be concerned about? They got, they, got, they got great barbecue there, and they got great furries that are making the barbecue. Oh, you, there's another furry community down there. I, oh, I'm I'm really now, I know there's a lot of controversy also with your movement. Furries are constantly demanded to be part of the LGBTQIA plus community, and yeah. they're not really being accepted. Is, it, is that something that you feel that you're taking a stand for? Mm-hmm. I'm taking a seat for it, courtside, actually, but yeah. I don't I'm taking want to a seat for first to be in the LGBTQIA F plus. F plus. Okay. F plus. Like the essay you turned in in high school, you know. <laughs> wow. Uh, very good take, man. We're funny, too. 
Yeah, yeah. Is that also funny? Do you have like comedy special coming up too? You see, you seem like you have a good stage. Practice. No, if like Dave Chappelle is sitting courtside at the next game, we probably have that. Yeah, like, it's about bad. All the jokes yeah. and everything. I haven't actually watched any of his stand up in like many years, so I don't know what he's talking about. But again, our plan was just whoever was sitting courtside that we could get next to. That would be our pitch for a Whedon. I always imagined Furries just to be positive GOP Trump loving MAGA idiots that just wanted a liberal liberal crowd by wearing a furry outfit. And then mostly they're just having a lot of sex in any form uh, with any type of furry. It doesn't matter what gender at all, but they'll be putting out bills that are very anti-gender and bathroom bills and stuff like that. Is that most of who you guys are? That is probably the most offensive thing I've ever heard. This podcast. Which part? Well, in the 10 minutes I've been on here. That's the most offensive thing I've ever heard. In this what, last 10 minutes. What, what's so offensive about it? Uh, painting with a broad brush and uh, making up your own no. idea of what we are. What do we love? What do we love? Okay. On this podcast, all right? So some being is thanks to furious, whatever. I don't know. These furry, it's anti. Fexus. You fex. You're a fexist. You're, you're a furry fexist. Yeah. And, you're fexist. Real, and you're I don't know fexist. if you are, but it sounds like you are because that's the type of talk you're doing. But no, it's not uh, whatever you said. It's people that love each other. That's all it is. So that's all you need to say. What you should say next time is I thought furries were all people who love each other and who are courtside now. And that's it. That's all you need to say. So I'm going to say that. Two descriptors right there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to like exclude you from many communities or anything like that. You're welcome mm-hmm. to support side. You're welcome to love whoever you want to love. That's fine. Do do what you want. No, but it's just... strong enough. I mean, I need you to say, Furious, all love each other, and that's all they are. Well, you're asking, you're demanding me to say that? Yes. On my own podcast? Absolutely. I'm holding your feet to the fire. Well, how big is your favorite community? Because we need to get some downloads going in more than the fall. We got, uh, obviously, a big KC community. We got a big Baltimore community. Okay, yeah. We got a big New York community. We got a big Hartford, Connecticut community. We got a big dog okay. community, even though I'm not a dog okay. person. The dogs are still on our side because they're furry, too. So. Yeah, yeah, they're also furry. That makes sense. We got a big couple uh, with high voices. Well, I mean, weird voices uh, yeah, I'll community. So, yeah, you got to... Uh, all right, as long as as long as you wear like stickers and and swag that's by Pod Boys Production and Brooklyn Rebound, then I'll, I'll say whatever you want. Okay, I promise that I'll be hunting Taylor in the box this weekend, wearing a Pod Boys. I mean, Bottom jacket. It's gonna have to be fur. No, you're gonna have to give me a very furry jacket to wear that that someone that looks like me would wear. So if you provide that for me in the next three days, I'll wear that. Obviously, right. you still need to say first the thing I told you to say. So. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, you're a fexist, and... Well, you're talking to yourself in the mirror right now. That's not what I'm telling you to do. I'm sorry that I you're a fexist. Tell you I'm sorry that you're a fexist that is on my show offending you, okay? I'm sorry that your fexist behavior is offending me, which is causing me to offend you. Is that and that's as close to that? The yeah, it's not really, that's a complete non-apology, you know, and... I think you're going to be sorry now that we have a, a deal with Tyra Banks for our new show. 
Yeah, come on. We're gonna Saturday stick to you. Is cool. no. like, it's on, okay? It's I'm over. Fine. I'm fine. No, I'm out. Some time I'm out. Yeah, ben General is out. Wow. I can't believe this. That that Paju left me during this escalation of turmoil on this show. Oh, well, I'm sure it'll be good for ratings and everything. And speaking of ratings, why don't you give us a follow on X at Brooklyn Rebound and follow your boy, Pat Nam. You just look up Instagram. You'll find me. Look up Judas Views. And that's it from Studio CT. Am I right, Bobby? Carly. Shout out to my dogs. For all the dogs, Bruce and Teddy. Shout-outs to other people's uh, SOs, Alex, and my own SO, Chad. There it is. All right. Peace. Pod Boys Productions.